0: So I said it is a Wookiee because I stapled fur to it, but she said, no, it's just a child. I said, no, that's wrong. Clearly it's a Wookiee. If it's a child, it would be an Ewok. No, 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 no. You staple hair onto the child through several, several different cosmetic surgeries I call staplings. Okay. And then you take the face of a chimp and you loosely sew that to the child's face. Definitely an Ewok. Definitely an Ewok. Yeah. Well, I said that's definitely a Chewbacca. It's an Ewok. Right. Anyway. It's definitely a Chewbacca. Anyway, needless to say child services took the kid away, which is good because I was posing as the child's mother and she is not fit to be <laughs> a parent at all. Mm. Right. So Hi guys. Yeah. Welcome,
1: Welcome. to Secret Apocalypse episode number 26. Really? Yes, 26. 26. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> it's one of those podcasts, yeah. is it? So, we've been reviewing things and stuff for ages now. I don't for mind like, you to a year
0: it's a year now yeah it's been a year this is our 26th episode this is our year marker yeah they said we wouldn't make it well (laughs) certain aspects of us didn't yeah so I mean like
1: I suppose I've got a review before it tells
0: you you've got to be chemically castrated there's not really much you can say except for you know my name is Barry Edwards and that guy over there is the actual person you're looking for these are the droids you're looking for You've <laughs> Lost everyone. This isn't right. the genital. This isn't. The, these aren't the genitals you're looking for. Don't know about that. We're
1: f- we review things and stuff every two weeks. Stuff and fangs. Yeah. And this week, I'm
0: starting apparently. Well, I've got to drink my lady drink. Hmm. What have you got it's, there? Well, it's called Lamcello, the perfectly posh Perry. Mm. It tastes delicious. Says the cartoon lady on the front. She isn't actually From real. the 1950s. Yeah take a sip and tell us if it's delicious well let me read out, let me read out the blurb let me sell this to you alright so picture you're sitting in a wooden chair that's a little bit creaky quite Please. close to a TV recording a podcast mm. and the first thing you hear is Lamcello is a deliciously tasting perfectly posh berry with a, perry, sorry, with a refreshing bite of juicy pears packed full of taste Lamcello is sure to get the party started and I'll tell you what I'm going to try this right now <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> you gonna, bought about just, 8 of these didn't you I'm, uh, yeah I'm gonna just going to down it Okay, it doesn't taste great. (laughs) It is not easy to down. I can do it in two, but I think I'm gonna do. So close to me, don't. One sec. Boom! Oh god, the aftertaste! That is not sweet. Doesn't taste the pears. You bought how many of those? Six. Six?
1: Yeah. I'm gonna drink every one of them. I you, them. you were gonna hate me by the end of this. It's probably a good idea. I brought just Copperberg, wasn't it? <laughs> Round two. Anyway, <laughs> my first review this week is a game that I, <sighs> I had played before the last podcast, but I couldn't talk about it yet because of bloody embargoes. Which is what? Ex- yeah, because I can't talk about things on this. Baron Timothy? Yes, but because <sighs> the embargo date for this game lifted the day after our podcast goes out, so I couldn't talk about it in the last podcast. Do you
0: know the Golden Gun was made out of a cufflink, Shh. a pen, a drink lighter? Your, drink
1: your lamb cello. What was the other thing?
0: What? It's a cufflink, a pen, a lighter. I think that was it. No, there was something else. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You just Tie kept... clip? Possibly. Whatever. A what?
1: Scaramanga was a weird dude.
0: Scaramanga!
1: Anyway, the game yeah. that I'm reviewing uh,
0: yeah. It's called... Just get a... to it. What's taking you so to... long? You
1: interrupted Oh, dear. It's called Extreme Exorcism.
0: Don't emus look weird?
1: No. Extreme Exorcism is a game where, like, I've done a video of it two weeks ago. You can watch it. But basically, you've got a little map. It kind of looks a bit, like, towerful. You have your little characters. They're all the same characters, just different colours. They're, they're, they're colour blobs for you to identify on the screen as they jump around the place. And every time you kill a ghost in the level, the next stage starts, and the next ghost that you come across will be doing whatever moves you did the previous stage.
0: Piece of ranking.
1: So if you ran forward, jumped to the bottom, shot the ghost, and the next stage that enemy ghost will run to the bottom, shoot shoot and shoot in that direction. Egon Spangler. And he's dead. But they basically the way the game gets complicated <laughs> is every time you kill more and more ghosts, yep. you end up with tons and tons of them. So you've got to start taking into account how you're attacking, where you're moving, what shots you're firing, and stuff like that. For instance, Because obviously using long range weapons is a good way of dealing with the ghosts. Yep. But you've now got bullets shooting across the screen on the next stage.
0: They're basically nuclear fusion generators on your
1: back. It's nothing to do with Ghostbusters. Oh. No. Not even extreme Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. But anyway,
0: you... <laughs> and And you got to tell the people that we did a review oh yeah no yeah so there is a <laughs> there is a lovely company out there I get in touch I basically produce the podcast so I do the background produce. stuff Bit. yeah I do the background stuff and I get us um, game codes and talk to talk to producers developers and people like that um, the company that, that sent this over um, uh-huh. were, um, oh, oh that tastes just as bad as it does going down um, they were kind enough to send us over a game code so thank you guys um in regards to this game, I haven't had a chance to play it, so I don't have an opinion on it just yet. Yeah, as I was trying to give my opinion on it, and you're just like, Ghostbusters. I was showing, I was doing a thank you to the company that said Ghostbusters. Because- uh, it makes me feel good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just, it's just it's so terrible. Okay, go. Anyway.
1: It's quite a nice little game. In single player, it's kind of... You can game the system a little bit by being careful where you're leading the ghosts... So, take them down to a certain point so you can always kill them each, every time. Yeah. There's always like a king ghost, as it well. He's got a crown. Do you try and bottle Kill that like one. That you can do. You can sort of force them into a route and then you come in and blast them. But then you got to bear in mind that when you come in and blast them That's on the next gonna stage, be... you're going to be there blasting That's them. That's what
0: I was thinking. If you get. Is that like. So, you know how Towerfall has like levels? Yeah. Could you possibly stand on the bottom and then shoot up? Well, no, you can only shoot then, directly yeah, in front. Then they'd be... oh, you always really? collect
1: three weapons and the weapons can only ever. Whenever you pull the trigger, the whatever three weapons you got, fire all at once. So if you've got a shotgun, a machine, gu- a shotgun, a machine gun, and a sword, you'll swing the sword, fire the machine gun, and blast off a shotgun blast. I thought you
0: were going to say you're winning,
1: <clears throat> but multiplayer is really more hectic. There's like a sort of team-based thing going on. You can have t- um, battle against each other and all this sort of stuff. It's very crazy and hectic. But um, the single player gets really crazy and all this, and you have to collect these exorcism things, which you, like, sort of basically eradicates all the ghosts that you catch in it. So the idea is to create a balance of having lots of ghosts around and then wiping them all out in one go. Um, I thought it was quite fun, but the it could do with some more of a high score system in there. Because the way it's designed, you always get ten points for killing the king ghost, one point for killing all the little ghosts. But there's no bonus for having more and more ghosts on the screen. Okay. So as long as you always keep the ghosts fairly low, you can keep the game running quite easily. Yeah. Um, you've got no incentive to let there be more ghosts. Are you
0: gaming the game? Yeah, essentially. Are you throwing
1: out the secrets? I mean, I sort of... Figured this out when I was playing the game, the yeah. demo, the um, the one they sent us. And I managed to get the highest score on the leaderboard by twice as many points on the level I was doing. Because I basically kept it with only a few ghosts at a time. And as soon as the exorcism thing came out, I made sure I was in the point where they all cross over and suck them all up in one go. Um, so it is possible to do that. I think if there's something simple like a multiplier for every ghost you've got on the stage at once... Um, you know, if there was a bit more of a point scoring system that leads towards more of a high point chase, that would be a bit more exciting. But as it is, it's really fun. I quite liked it. It's an inventive idea, a nice novel idea. You know, it looks like something else at the start, so everyone jumps in with familiarity. And then when they play it, it's something different, which is a good way to do games. Um, there's a challenge mode in there which sets you to do stuff like you can only use one type of weapon, or you've got to defeat 10 enemies jumping around the place, and all this sort of stuff. You know, just all sorts of stuff where you've got loads of enemies and all this. Um, but yeah. It's a decent little pixely game. It's out on Steam, out on Wii U. Is About that on like
0: Xbox One or PS4? I don't think it's on <sighs> Xbox One. It is. it is. Is it? Yeah, I no. tried to get a code for Xbox One, but they didn't everybody at the time. Because uh. I would have yeah. just nicked it, wouldn't I? Would have just played it myself. Yeah. It just been did. like fucking boom. Um, so yeah. It's alright. Would right. you would you give this your esteem? Because Ant, I know that you don't like giving numbers. Don't want you to give a number. Three point five. No, don't even don't even try and give a number because I don't believe it. I don't feel the soul behind it. Hmm. We're going for an esteemed new marking system. Would you buy or not buy the game? Mm. That's too binary. Yeah, I know, but that's, that's what we're aiming for. One's and zero's here, it, buddy. It's worth playing. Have you got some buddies around? It's a buy!
1: Yeah. That was the hand you high said five? not buy.
0: High five? No, no high, high five. High five. We can nice. high five on the podcast. They'll hear it.
1: <laughs> yeah! That's another peek I have to edit out two pigs. you don't have
0: to edit it out you just sort of normalise it yeah but yeah. I have to go through doing all that I'm sorry buddy it's awkward
1: but anyway it means so much to me that you do all this stuff yeah it's a decent guy. I don't think it's amazing or anything no. But it's fun and enjoyable, and if you've got... You know, get your friends together. it would be a good party game. Really good party game.
0: Do you think it's better suited for Xbox One and PS4 and stuff like that, rather than PC? Because PC's flooded with a lot of
1: stuff. No, like PC... It. PC, if you don't release your game with online play, everyone shits all over it. Yeah. It's the trouble the guys who made Assault Android Cats have had. Everyone wants online multiplayer, and they're like, we're free guys, we can't make an online mode.
0: And also, why would you need it?
1: It's know. a really good arcade game, but... Um, I think it would be better suited for the Wii U. I think it would be a really good home for it. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can have oh, yeah, two people really nice playing on the controller on the Pro, One with
0: the smaller one on the screen.
1: I mean, just for an idea out there for the Wii U version, you could go Pac Man versus and have one person controlling Ghost trying to kill the other players while the others try to take you on. Have you drawing a path that the Ghost could take and choosing when they fire. Use the gamepad, one person sitting there doing all that. Pac Man versus style. But hey. Yeah. But yeah, it's all right. Now you review a thing. Because i talked about that for, well, I talked about it for about four minutes. You went on about. Ghostbusters for a while. That makes you feel good.
0: Yeah. Had you that time. Beat you. Stop making noise. I'm going to review another indie game that was sent over to us. Um, Really, really nice little multiplayer game for the Xbox One called Orbit. Oh, Computer Space. We had a game against each other um and I and can't play it <laughs> You can't play it No, you're not great at it But that's fine Because I've played it For a good little while Before you I actually set up I was up really good so to shoot myself with rockets From past lives You were And that is a skill That I feel will come in handy Later on in life mm. Like if you're ever Fighting a doppelganger Yeah Who is doing the same moves As you five seconds After you Got him Yeah Got him like You've done him in Anyway um, Orbit It's a really Really simple uh, really really simple wireframe top down shooter um, you've got a circle within the circle are three floating smaller small um, well you've got the black objects. hole and you've got the, yeah, you've got the black hole modifiers in the,
1: in the terms of the moons, they're affecting the gravity of how the orbit well happens. that
0: depends what they are because they can be black holes, they can yeah. be teleporters mm. they can be they can be other things as yeah. well they can be just gravity pulls and they just sort of drag you in, um but each ship has two power nodes and you can use power for shooting and you use power for moving if you've used up your power you have to recharge it or risk exploding if you're moving and you're getting a warning and you you're you know just trying to avoid stuff and you're getting close to that point where you explode you you know you can't shoot it' will stop that happening mm. so you have to recharge to shoot and essentially your your shots they gravitate around these parrots depending on what they are. And they, and they fly back towards you And the real... The real um, they go into orbit. They do. That's yeah. it. Hence, hence, the the, hence the title. Yeah. I see what you did there, guys. Well done. Um, but in terms of the actual game itself, it's really nice. It's really simple. It's kind of refreshing. Is it as refreshing as that lamb cello drink? <laughs> it's, you know what? It's more refreshing than, than lamb piss. Nah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a nice little game. I, it doesn't cost very much. I mean, it's about £6 on Xbox One, which today is fucking nothing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Today, that is your artery clogging McDonald's meal, gone away. Just buy this I instead. I had a long
1: double cheeseburger for that price the other day.
0: Exactly. So instead of that, you could have hours of entertainment from a game that is slightly better for you than a McDonald's <coughs> Happy Meal hmm. or a McDonald's meal anyway. Um, I enjoyed it. I would give it. It's not the greatest. It's it's very similar to Geometry Wars without the narrative or the enemies. Narrative. Geometry Wars are kind of a narrative. I no, it didn't. Was it just the arcadey one? Geometry Wars was just blast everything. Oh yeah, Geometry Wars was the other one. What's the one I'm thinking? of? Super Stardust. Oh yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, kind of a narrative. Um, it's very similar to that, but a little bit more basic graphics. But uh, yeah, all in all, I, I liked game. it. I liked it. Yeah, and it's really good for like. If you've like, got, it's purest. It's literally computer space, except it hasn't got
1: uh, a. That's I mean. You didn't use it, but there's no warping
0: on there. Yeah, there are. When those things become teleporters, you can warp and stuff. And oh, and just in use computer space, there. you um, two ships. One was the Enterprise
1: and you basically fight on. around it and then you have a warp button that you can use during the round and it'll warp you to a random location but sometimes into the sun in the middle but um, it's very much based on computer space that orbit which was the first game to ever have a cameo in a film in um, Soylent Green they had a special green version of the arcade I machine. think you mean War Games no, Soylent Green comes years before wait you've... War Games is the early 80s okay yeah, computer space came out in 1967
0: wait, but but the computer almost nuked us. Why would they let computers What? In Solent Green. Solent Green's the future.
1: Yeah. Carousel. They had they were still playing.
0: Carousel. It's computer no, space. that's Logan's run. Yes. Ah, uh, Solent Green is people. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Anyway, um, Orbit. I really enjoyed it. I it's it you know, uh It's not as good as these games, but it's it's similar to having an Xbox for housemaids and Times Splitters free. I think it'd be the kind of chaotic fun that you could just chuck on on a Saturday night when you come home. If you've all if you've all shut out, if all of you have missed out on the ladies, and you don't have any ladies with you, but you do have some alcohol left, jump on orbit and, you know, get really angry because you lost. But then punch the shit out of your friends and have a good time. I give it... I give it... Oh, this is a different... I give it a Martin Short from the 80s. Martin Short from the '80s. Martin Short from the '80s. You kind of don't know why he's there, but uh, he's pretty decent. Yeah. He's pretty decent when he's, you know, you don't know who he's catering for when it comes to looks, but he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy, and he appears every so often in a space. Dennis Quaid, motherfucker. Yeah. Boom. Do you mind? Uh, every time I do it, I'm really sorry. I have to edit. I that. need to go get more lamb Let's really? go get more Lamcello. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's to another bit. I really want to drink more of that. Yeah, do you want another cider? No. Yeah? Anyway. I'm going to go get the other four, then I don't have to do this again. Oh, oh, oh. Behind right the curtain. It's really dark down here, dude.
1: I know, I turn the lights off. Anyway, while Matt's gone, I can get a review done in peace. Fucking hell. Um, so, I played. I played the Mighty Number no. 9 demo, the special demo that they put out recently. And uh, that was fun. Basically, the Mighty No. 9, they've been delayed multiple times. Then they delayed the demo they were going to put out. Well done, them. Um, and before it came out, I'm kind of like seeing other people playing it, and they're saying this is rubbish. And I'm like, I can't see why it's rubbish. So then I I'm back. It's so rubbish. I got the Mighty No. 9 demo, and I'm like playing it, and I'm like, this is a bit rubbish.
0: Shit, you're making us more enemies.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> The thing is in Mighty No. 9 is that mechanically and everything, it's fine. Which isn't what you want from the
0: creator of fucking Mega Man. Yeah,
1: when you put your money into it. And it looks like a 3DS game ported to PC. Like, the textures, like, you look at a lot of the textures, they're really... You know when you get the textures and it's got the pixelated edge to it and it's blurred out? And it looks like steps. Just really blurry steps. All the textures look like that. Um, when characters have a conversation, they just sit in an idle animation, moving around. Um, the backgrounds like have JPEG. Like when you see yeah. a TV screen at the start of the game, it's got yeah. JPEG compression. This is like two seconds into the game. Do
0: you think that's just like? Do you think that's just what? Do you think that's just a placeholder? Well, that's the thing. When
1: you're this late in development, you don't have placeholders anymore.
0: What? It's not coming out until March. February. March.
1: February. They announced a release date February tenth.
0: Oh, games press is March. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's February 10th. Oh, okay, sure. They actually announced the release date a couple of weeks ago. Unless they pushed it back. No, it was announced literally the other day, when the demo came out. But, um yeah, this is like frigging... Every step of the way along, it's like something is bothering you. Like, your dash mechanics, fun and everything, but it doesn't really... It's not really useful in play, because you still have to shoot the enemies to get through them and all this sort of stuff. It's not like... It's not like you can chain together a series of enemies one off the other. So you've got this fast-moving mechanic that grinds you to a hole instantly when the next enemy turns up. kind of doesn't feel as far. I think if you could dash in different directions, that would be fun. Um, they're going after sort of... Do you of... think that's
0: a power you can unlock later?
1: No, I don't think so. There doesn't seem to be any powers you unlock. Really? Yeah.
0: This this is sounding terrible. Yeah. I need to try well, this. Can we do you, this on the The, the main string? mechanic
1: of the game is when you um, knock out an enemy, you get some sort of power-up from them. So you absorb the enemy and you get like faster faster movement, stronger bullets, stuff like that, and you can stack all those powers up so you have a whole bunch of them. They've got a timer and they run out and then all this. So the aim, aim of the game is to be powerful, is you kill enemies quickly, absorbing them, and you'll have more powerful attacks for longer. Um, but like I say, enemies sometimes are so far apart that you don't really get a chance to take advantage of that. Um, it's just like stuff like... They go for a Mega Man X feel to it, but you can't like do stuff like grab hold of the wall and jump off the walls. You've only got certain ledges you can grab hold of, and it's really got this clunky, like, you stick to the ledge and then you can jump off. It's not a quick, like, bounce, 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 or anything like that. Um, Like I say, it looks awful. The level design is just... It's usually a straight path, maybe a slope, and there'll be some sort of box-shaped thing in your way. Sometimes just a box. Sometimes... (laughs) Just a cleverly disguised box. (laughs) There's parts where you get to things, and there's nothing but... A corridor, a low roof, and six boxes blocking the path.
0: This sounds like Strider, but without the versatility. Yeah, but it's, it's
1: like I mentioned in the, when I was playing it, there was um, not much in the way of verticality in it. Yeah. And this video got shared on Reddit and pulled in like four thousand seven hundred views. Um, they didn't like me, but they were saying he's talking Wait. about verticality. One person's going, he's talking about verticality. There was no verticality in Mega Man. I'm like, yes, there was. Mega Man's full of verticality.
0: Isn't Reddit like a PG version of all the arseholes from Call Chat? Yeah, pretty much. I'm not a big fan of Reddit. but um, Who is, except for those arseholes that...
1: Well, apparently they've got enough commenters that if you chuck one video on a gaming forum, you get 4,700 views from the video.
0: Like, <laughs> you know what? You say something bad about something someone's not played, and mm. they're going to get angry. Because...
1: Well, he didn't post it because I didn't play. He just posted it because there was footage. Whoever did this, he said new footage of the demo. Oh.
0: And there's um, no one else done it, then.
1: I think apparently I must have been one of the first ones to get a video out there. But, um, yeah, it's like... It doesn't nice. have the energy and the vibe. It doesn't feel pre- really well presented. Um, I'm sure the demo was done a couple of months ago, and it's just now it's only just coming out. Well, but it's
0: tripping
1: out. Usually, you have a game in the final lockdown stages around now, and you're polishing the game, and it doesn't feel like it's getting polished. There was punctuation errors on there. Um, I had dialogue repeating. Um, I've had stuff like boss battles that are just the most boring boss battles imaginable. This one, it's a girl. She's got these spark things. And it does the thing where she swoops up and down, and you can only hit her when she's at the lowest point of a jump, so you can get one shot in, and then you have to wait, and then you have to one shot, Woo! one shot, and it's it's one of those things where you're really just waiting until she moves into the position where you can hit her, yeah. Rather than having like you know a fight in a Mega Man game like Tree Man or something like that, he'd have an attack to do, you dodge the attack, and you fire away at him. You wait, get I don't remember him if can an
0: get emptying.
1: It's a Tree Man. He's made of wood. He fires meant. buzz saws.
0: Ents don't yeah, have other sorts. A, they're, they're tree man does. He's a robot. He's a, people's. People's. He's, he's a robot. He's not a robot if he's a tree man. He's a robot. He's an ant. He's a robot made of wood. Bilbo would have your fucking legs for that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's not fun. Does it feel like Mega Man? A little bit. It's got the, the run
1: move. of The way he moves in running, that feels exactly Mega Man. You've got the gun firing. There's no charge attack, but I imagine okay. there will. I mean, that's the thing. I think there must be things you unlock, but I've heard no evidence of there being anything you unlock.
0: Maybe that's on purpose. Hmm. Maybe it's just like, they give you the vanilla demo and then you unlock it, and it's like...
1: Yeah. There's like challenge modes and stuff like that, but it really... it Honestly, just to look at it, it looks like okay. a 3DS game that's been upscaled to HD. Hmm. Like, that's exactly the level it looks like. It looks a little better than a PS2 game.
0: That's super disappointing. Yeah.
1: But, um... It's not so much, it's just everything on it just feels meh. And the thing as I was noting on the comments, there's loads of people on that Reddit forum, they hadn't played it, and they were just yeah. going, I don't see what's wrong with it. It's like that, I was the same way, I didn't see what was wrong with it before I played it. Yeah. Um, and once I played it, like I got through a couple of levels on the demo before I did the video, and I was just.
0: Eh. Like, Do you think that the term spiritual successor should be taken away from people? Yeah,
1: they're not allowed to use it anymore. People are cashing it's, in on it too it's much. It's
0: fucking stupid, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, like, Suda 51. Suda? Yeah. Suda was great in No More Heroes. No More Heroes 2 was a shadow of No More Heroes, but it was still mm. fine. He's always been weird, though. His games are very marmite But then you go to something like Shadows of the Damned.
1: <laughs> His gun's called Boner.
0: Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's weird, and you can kind of see that human That was with but... someone else. That was made with Kaiji and Afune as well. I know, but it was pure Suda. You can feel Suda, mm. because then you play something like Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. And those games are fine as games, but... Lollipop
1: Chainsaw's weird. <laughs>
0: they don't really add anything, do they? Yeah. no, no. He's, he's, straight,
1: straight. he's doing a lot of action games now, but he needs to go back to doing his really weird stuff. I'd like him really... to do Metal Gear Solid. I want a HD version of Killer Seven.
0: He would be really good at Metal Gear Solid if they <laughs> Just had. Doing something really hard. <laughs> yeah, if they had, if they had <clears> someone, <throat> someone to rein him in, and he did Metal Gear Solid like he did the enemies, like the villains. Mm. He makes some great villains. He would yeah. make some really fucked up villains, and that that line between sex and violence. Because you know stuff like Quiet, it's like someone went, I love boobs, and I like
1: guns. Yeah, I unlocked her um, XOF oh, costume the other day. I might just kill her when it yeah. comes to it. No, you can you can give her... Um... You can capture her, I don't know, but... Who yeah, she joins the, the team no matter what, she's part of the story. Oh, do you kill her anyway? No. No, she joins the group. But she's got... Because um... they say oh, she breathes for her skin, that's why she walks around in bikini. But you can unlock her Foxhound her XOF her military costume in the game.
0: Does it have like a really low cut? No. Nope.
1: Nope, straightforward. The costume she's wearing at the start when you're in the hospital and mm. you get attacked by her because she's the one who attacks and sits set on fire and jumps oh, out the window. Oh, that's that woman. Yeah, it's quiet.
0: I thought it was another person. No, it's quiet. Because that person got set on fire and, yeah, and jump, jumps out the window.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, all burn up. But yeah, I apparently you can unlock sniper Wolf's costume as well for her.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I, I wish you could get... Um, who's the guy from Metal 3? Which one? The sniper. Oh, The end yeah he yeah, also
1: remember. used photosynthesis but doesn't walk around in a bikini
0: yeah I wish he could get the end yeah but he started it after a week I believe yeah if You change your, day on your silly card. bugger anyway you review something um, I will review something and thank you I will review let me just consult my list I'm going to read out the pun this time as well because I don't do this often and today I posted a twitter in which I showed behind the curtain and it was it was the page that I write for my reviews and the puns I use oh so, today, my second review is Gravity Falls, season 1 and 2, up to episode 10 in season 2. Mm. And the pun is, gravitating towards awesomeness. Because it's a damn good program. Yeah, I've watched about four episodes of it. Disney don't deserve the quality team they have making this program. Because I feel like they're, they're trying to like cut it down to a couple of series. I keep getting the feeling that they're going towards an end but obviously without season 2 ending yet we don't know what they're going what they're building towards and if there'll be another series but uh, so far really good great wealth of cameos and I'm willing to watch almost anything Kirsten Schulzen because it's kind of a mark of quality now (laughs) between this Bob's Burgers Last Man on Earth her doing countless other films and cameos and shit how does she find the time she is she's a funny girl as well well, she's not on Twitter as much nowadays as she used to be. No. Obviously, that's but, um, most
1: people's first job.
0: But, God, like stuff like even watching films like Going the Distance, which I expected to be pure tripe, she was excellent in. And then the film itself was really good. Uh, surprisingly, human deconstruction of long-distance dis- long relationships and adult relationships in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, not what you're reviewing. But anyway, no, <laughs> I'm going back to Gravity Falls. Don't try and stop me, you son of a bitch. I'll tell you when I've had enough. Um, yeah, so, uh, Gravity Falls is the story of two kids... Um, actually, right, okay, fuck that. It, has anyone seen The Visit? Hands up. Okay, only I've seen The Visit. It's kind of like The Visit, but in cartoon form, and for a longer period of time, and not quite as threatening a twist.
1: Wow. I'm
0: not going to tell you what The Twist is, though, am I, have. But, oh, by the f- way, The Visit... You, 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 you... I'll talk about you later. <laughs> <laughs> But Gravity Falls, um, yeah, really good series. It's a nice, the, the setup is pretty simple. It's like a monster of a week setup, but cartoon form. Um, they've got things like gnomes, and there's a book that basically has a breakdown of what everything is. It's a bit like Grimm meets Buffy, but very cartoony, very friendly. Is it a cartoon? And smaller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kids are, kids are younger. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. The whole premise is great. It's played well. I still can't believe it's fucking Disney. There's a fantastic Simon Pegg and and um and uh, Nick Frost. Nick Frost cameo on one episode with even it's even got Nick Offerman in it. Oh. And I love that guy. I love Parks and Recreation. I wish he would come see me. Kiss hey, me with his bristly beard. Oh. That's there now. That's digital history. If he does it now I'll be very happy.
1: you can gonna talk about Gravity
0: Falls, though. It's a great series. Is that the best you can master? No, um, it really is. It's complex where it doesn't need to be complex. It's it's wide birthing. There's so much it, it encompasses and there's mm. some little niches and hidden markets and, and stuff that it applies to. But then at the same time, it is very much a kid's show. Kids can yeah. watch it and they are watching, and they'll love it. Adults can watch it and they can be like, oh, this is actually a little bit intriguing. Mm. But that doesn't need to be for the kids. Kids just need to watch episode by episode. They don't care if it's episode 18 and they've just watched episode 2. Whereas adults will probably want to watch it more sequential. So if you're an adult, buy on Blu-ray. If you're a kid, watch it on Disney. Doesn't matter if you're a kid. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I give it a solid Matthew McConaughey. We're sort of going for a rena- renaissance, a renaissance for animated TV programs between this and Adventure Time and the regular show or regular show, sorry, and Archer. There's there's um. loads of.
1: What you haven't watched Steven Universe? Have
0: you? I watched the whole of season one? I didn't like it. Steven Universe is amazing. It's pretty crap. It's brilliant. It's no, it's very fluffy. It's, it's a fluffy brilliant. program. Steven Universe, it's fine as an animated series, but it's it's probably the best thing. No. on Cartoon Network. No, it's great. it really isn't. It really it's is. not great. As much as I, I, like, I like the animation style, I like there's a lot of depth to it, and like I like the premise and the way everything works. The problem is that the main character is just very fluffy. There's no drive to him. There's no there's no real substance to it. It feels like sand. It just... It doesn't matter what you watch. It doesn't matter when you watch it. it just, ugh. There are more interesting characters. I would rather watch a program about the dad falling in love with um, with the woman. That'd be really cool. But because it's Steven, it's just like he's driven by food one day. And there's like all these jokes he's about bits. I know he's a kid. I know he's a kid, but it doesn't make for a substantial enough show. It doesn't. Show. There's nothing to it, and that's the that's the problem with Steven Universe. So, you're gonna gonna get Gravity so falls, much angry hate mail. Really?
1: Yeah, you're gonna get so much. angry. But anyway,
0: mail. so uh, on being Pocky, Poppy Cat is a great show. That's again that's substance to that. It doesn't feel as flouncy as Sandy and, and loose. But um, but yeah, so all of those shows. are sort of a renaissance of cartoons. Where they can be for both. It's almost like Shrek happened only a couple of months ago and this is what's happened to animation now. But instead, Shrek Shrek happened years ago. Do you remember how Shrek trod the fine line between having a couple of adult jokes but having a lot of kids? Shrek sucks. It does suck, but it it gave (laughs) us a nice balance between kids. And it came out at the same time as Toy Story or a couple of years after Toy Story. And Toy Story is very much for kids, but it invoked a lot of of feelings that adults Mm. had about children and leaving behind that stuff and moving on with their lives. But anyway, so I, I digress completely and utterly. I would highly recommend um, Gravity Falls. Um, my my opinion of Steven Universe is based on you know the whole of the season one that I watched. I watched intently. I really tried, but I just couldn't. I I just couldn't get into it. And it seemed like something I would enjoy, but I just I just couldn't. It's not like you Adventure Time. You validated yourself as a critic. It's not like any of the other programs that I've watched. You know how like Adventure Time, there's that background of a nuclear war. And it feels like stuff is happening. It feels like this is driving towards something. And there are reasons behind people. And there are, there are, there are problems they face. In Steven, universe, in Steven Universe, there's no journey. They just travel to places. There's a monster. They kill it. They bring it back. And then at the end, there's some sort of link to the gem universe. But that's only introduced in three episodes. It's
1: a great show.
0: It's not a great show. I don't. I. I don't get it. But I get like I, I. enjoy those other programs. So it's not like I just hate animation. I love animation. I love animated programs. Sadly, I just couldn't get into *Steven Universe*. But anyway, um, as I said, I. Uh, I give uh, *Gravity Falls*. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. If Disney are taking taking note of what's happening in animation, they're making a program that's that's this great. That's, that's got this much humour that can be applied to adults and kids and if it's if it's just this smart and feels this substantial it's something that I think is a good sign of the times to come especially when it comes to animation can't wait to have kids get an excuse to watch Gravity Falls all over again watch Gravity Falls anytime you feel right, like it I know I don't feel quite as justified putting on the soundbar it seems a bit weird <laughs> oh your turn you review something so I have to review something are you upset because I said I didn't like Steven Universe a terrible person get over here, you fucking woman you fucking woman Hold on. What are you doing? Stuff. Are you are you tweetering about fucking me not liking Steven Universe? Nah. Anyway, you are, aren't you? You son of a bitch. <laughs> I saw you tweeting. Oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. You son of a bitch. This is live drama in the fucking Crit Apocalypse studio. Oh, I'm gonna have to normalize all that now. Yeah, making work for you because right. you invalidated my opinion with your silly comments.
1: Whatever. My next thing to review. Oh, is it? It's yet another bloody game. What is it? It's GameCorp DX. Hey! Which is alright.
0: Yeah! A I little, played this.
1: It's a little game where you like manage a little team of game developers and you have to make your games. And oh. It's basically a game about naming games because that's, that's what I care about. I'm just chucking my guys into making the games and I make stuff such as, you know, make such brilliant games as shooting McShoot Man.
0: Oh, that's not my best one.
1: Yeah, fight War of Fighting. I oh. made four of them. Um, one of them was the top game of the year really um, yeah I didn't get a game of the year um, I started moving into licensed products really? so I did a, a first person shooter based on flowers for Algernon yes um, there was also I did the official sequel to My Dinner with Andre <laughs>
0: um, Andre Harder
1: yeah on My Dinner with Andre 2 Andre um, Harder you know things like that it's just, it's just simple things I made an RPG called um, FF Agito Type 0 slash 2
0: I made thought, a fighting game <laughs> yeah Street Fighter Two Part Two. <laughs> Electric Shadow Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's a fun little thing. It's a little simple management sim thing. Um it's not like it's crazy in depth or anything. It's basically about building your team members' sliders to their maximum skill and then just setting them to work on all the different products. Um, you know, and then your games are reviewed by four different reviewers and all this, there's Total Crumpet and Kotaku, seems like that. Um but yeah, it's you just basically work through a cycle of building your business up, completing goals so you can move to a bigger building, employ more staff and stuff like that. Um, I've played about three and a half hours of it so far, and I'm just on the verge of moving to San Francisco. Um, I've got to do one last thing. I can't remember what it was. Employ everyone in Montreal to be able to move to San Francisco. But um, yeah, it's quite fun and enjoyable. Because it'd be in a mobile game. It's a web-based game, apparently. There's a web browser version, like a previous one. Oh, really? And this is like... A polished up, you know, um, you know, higher resolution, bigger, better frame rate, all that sort of stuff. Steam achievements and all that. A Good thing with Steam, if you're an achievement hunting type person, hardly anyone's unlocked the achievements on it yet. So if you get them, you'll have like nice it's little released, under one yeah. percent achievements. It was released today. Yes, yeah, released today, but the achievements have been added for a couple of weeks now.
0: Yeah, no, but we've yeah. that's for the press and stuff, so it's just me no, no.
1: It was they were added back in the start of September. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I don't think the full copy of the game's been released for anything. No, we've else.
1: we've got the early access version. Yeah, yeah, and the achievements were added oh, okay. four weeks ago.
0: But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I played this as well. Yeah, I liked it. It's enjoyable. It reminds me a lot of the uh, the um, God that game that's on mobiles and stuff like that is the old console game. Dev De- yeah, game
1: Dev Tycoon.
0: Yeah, Game Dev Tycoon. I played a lot of. They're it. all based
1: on. Um, what Was it? There was a game years ago called Game Dev Story, I think it was. It was an Amiga game, and loads of people just basically copied it over the years.
0: Yeah, I mean, as much as as much as I like Game Dev Tycoon, it was always a case of it feels very scripted. Mm. You get to some point, you move on to the next one. It was just like there was a very linear path you could follow. Yeah. And then this, it feels like there's a bit more control. I like the fact you can change what's in your office, you can expand it and move stuff around. Hmm. Just like that very small management section to it is nice.
1: Yeah. You get um, a mind control device later, so you can remove bad aspects of personality oh. disorders from people. It takes oh my them a while God, that's to do. It. A bit, that's a bit strange. Yeah, so if they keep falling asleep, you can just strap them into the chair and erase their um, sleep depraving patterns. That's very good. cool. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty funny. As and that. you can like choose what's in the in the fridge and yeah. all that to so say move faster and things. But, um, yeah, it's a it's a decent little thing. It's only going to be ninety nine. Really? Yeah, totally Vargin worth it in price. that case. Yeah.
0: Really worth it in that case. Because, yeah. I mean, game, De- game Dev Tycoon's like three quid. Yeah. And there's only half the features that you get in this. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I like I- that you can manage what section people do. Yeah. Because you know in Game Dev Tycoon, if you put someone on a, a game and they're shit at that aspect, yeah. you have a lot more time to debug it. But on this, if you put someone who's good at something, there's only that positive build to it you yeah. don't have to worry about debugging it and stuff like that it increases the quality there's of the there's stuff that it
1: could do to make it a bit more um, I wish they had thing. legs <laughs> they don't have legs <laughs> they don't have legs they're like ghosts
0: yeah. it's like playing with a fucking team of caspers um, there's like things
1: like there's only four <laughs> reviews, and I think if there was more reviews out there maybe certain ones would carry more weight with sales and stuff like that do so you think you they'll be... add stuff over time hopefully they're adding um, workshop functions so people can create their own characters and stuff oh really um, yeah there's also one which was spider-man someone had working in his office Um, But there's plenty of little things they could add to complexity on it and when you get to San Francisco that's when you start getting things like you get a QA team to work on your games and post-production to do add-ons and (laughs) things like that so um, yeah nicely made little thing does
0: it get the ant seal of approval is it a buy or a
1: buy. I don't buy. I'm not sticking with that. It's just it's a thing. It's out there. It's, yeah, $1 it's two quid, two quid. Watch my video and decide if you want to buy it yourself.
0: Yeah, but would you buy it if you had the opportunity in two no, pounds?
1: Two quid? Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. It's a buy. Yeah,
0: just don't See, no, that I'm, I'm trying to like pigeonhole your opinions. I don't want to pigeonhole. I know. I, I know I'm you don't mean, want, you want, want to pigeonhole. But like, I don't want comes, anything in holes. When it comes to this stuff, I'd prefer you be honest as well. So if there was something you truly didn't like, even if we got given it by a developer, I don't want you to lie about it. No, I'm like going to lie about it. About because everything. we're we're not that type of podcast.
1: But no, it? it's it's a decent little thing. It could be more complex, and I'd like to think that if this does well, then maybe it will work on a sort of a more fully fleshed out version of it,
0: like a sequel.
1: Yeah, something with like I want to see not just the specializations for the department guys, but maybe being able to, you know, employ people who are very much specialized in that subject, and you know, different more micromanagement on the game. Um, I don't think you want to have anything where you're describing what the game actually is like features in the game keep that out of it yeah because just naming your game and giving you that customization just naming your game lets it all live up to your imagination yeah. which is why flowers for Algernon the first person shooter is just a thing in my head that I think's perfect
0: I think I, I imagine more of a cooking mama <laughs> where you're in the bakery and then as you start losing your mind the, the bait like the and stuff starts growing tentacles it's about a mouse who goes gets brains it's not oh. about a mouse who gets brains it's about Matthew <laughs> Modine taking a pill that makes him smart and he gets he that's gets limitless b- no it's not that's that <laughs> rouging on it's, it's not s- Bradley Cooper it's Matthew that's Modine that one episode of It's Always oh, Sunny it was heartbreaking when I was a kid Birdie Birdie went mad <laughs> but um yeah it's <laughs> it's good play it yeah. the the police chief in the Dark Knight Rises just lost his shit oh him with the eyelashes anyway <laughs> Batman well yeah Batman well anyway the tick
1: review another thing you review cuck.
0: another thing let me see what's on my list one second
1: you should not You should memorize this stuff
0: really I don't have a list I'm pro at this stuff who's Aaron Trennion? it sounds like Onion
1: I don't know someone replied
0: yeah alright uh, my next <laughs> review is going to be the Xbox Live Games with Gold game of this fortnight which is a Valiant Hearts! Uh, that's pretty good.
1: Valiant
0: Hearts? <laughs> that came out weeks ago. Yeah, months and months, months ago. ago. <laughs> um, it's a good game. If you don't know about it already, where the fuck have you been? Living under a fucking rock? What are you doing listening to a podcast? Get yourself a new rock. Maybe a house. Maybe upgrade. Um, Valiant Hearts is a story of a French. I think it's French. French? It was yeah, like it was legionnaire. It's like Legionnaire feel to him. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's a story of a man who, uh, who gets drafted or signs up for the war um, and ends up being captured by the enemy after his first mission and then an overarching story develops as you sort of go on. Yeah, there's more go than on one character. On. You ever, like, there is more than one character. There's uh, Side stories and stuff. There's loads of side stories. There's a nice... Uh, it just, all in all, it's a very quality game. Mm. It has a lot of marks of quality. Firstly, the animation... Then the storyline has a nice development to it. Carries on. Um, there's just there's loads of little bits and pieces that just really work, and uh, I very much enjoyed it. As a free game, it's excellent. As a game I paid for, I mean a maximum we probably shut out for is about six pounds, if I'm very honest. But uh, that's because you're cheap. Pardon? Because you're cheap. No, I feel like that's that's what it's worth. It's <laughs> it's not something. It doesn't feel like something that has a lot of legs. It doesn't feel like a very lengthy game. I'm about two or three hours into it. It's About five hours, I think. About five hours. I do feel like I'm reaching a crescendo, where it's sort of like it's going to be the apex of what I can expect from it. Um, there's, I mean, there's a few things to note. The art style is beautiful. If you have, um, if you have a PC that can run it in a high resolution, like maybe even higher than 1080p, if you have that capability, it looks great. It looks fantastic more animated stuff needs to be released in Ultra HD because it just it's fucking stunning hmm. um, and uh, yeah just the storyline it's, it's got nice aspects to it things like I know that a lot of people use this trope now but dogs in games dogs are easy to connect to yeah. people like dogs
1: yeah people like dogs yeah
0: but they always die in games yeah of course they do Bartles Call of Duty ghosts spoilers dog dies what yeah
1: cock I know after you took down that helicopter
0: yeah Although nothing has ever hit me quite as much as homeward bound one. It's hard to <laughs> talk about. Dogs <laughs> <laughs> dying homeward bound. No dog's dying homeward bound. But Lucky is it Lucky? Or Lucky's the white my, my fly dog. No no, what's the dog? The German not the German Shepherd, the Golden Retriever. I don't know. But chances Michael J. Fox as the the like the bulldog star. Sassy's the cat. And I think Lucky is the older the German sh- the not the German shepherd the golden retriever. And it, they, Sassy gets up the gets up the thing. Mm-hmm. Chance he's a young dog he gets up the thing but Lucky's older. And he tries to run up and he slips
1: down. Oh. You they call in the river?
0: He can't make it. And then, can't remember. And then it, it's a very good it's really weird for an older like especially a live action remake it has a cut to and you see Sassy run up and you're like oh the cat made it and you see Chance run up. You're like, ah, chance made it. And then no one else runs up. And you're like, oh my god, no. What's that got to do with Valiant Hearts? Oh my god, no. And then Lucky runs up. Uh. And you're like, whoa, shit, yeah, he survived. Spoilers. Uh. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Homeward Bound from 1996. Um, Valiant Hearts, I recommend it. I'd give it a Matthew Broderick from the 90s. Mostly like the mummy. It's an attractive the game. The Mummy, yeah. The Matthew
1: Broderick's not in the Mummy.
0: Oh shit! I'm thinking of um... I'm thinking of the other guy, Brendan Fraser. Are you a Brendan full. Fraser from the Mummy? Are you fucking fool! I know, right? Yeah. Uh, really, really nice looking. But... You it's think Brendan Fraser's long. really nice looking? Yeah, I like you, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. It's not got legs. He doesn't not. really have a time period that goes past a half a decade. I think after that Peter's out. And I think that's the thing it doesn't have very much length to it. It feels like it's not very long even when you're playing it. And, you know, games don't have to be long. No they don't. No, that's absolutely true. And that's why I'd say it's about 6 pounds worth. If I was to pay 20 quid for this, I'd be upset. If I was paid 20 quid, I'd be like, wow, well, that really, really wasn't worth it." But for 6 pounds, you get the narrative that's about as long as a long as as long as you'd expect from a game, hmm. you know. And it's fine. It tells a good story. No real replay replayability.
1: Well, you know, it's not, you know, a game with replayability. No. World War One only happened once. I
0: thought it was World War Two.
1: It's World War One. Is it really? Of course it is. Are you sure? The trenches. It's
0: true. They had trenches in World War Two.
1: Not really. Yeah. They just sort of like they had lots bombed of trenches each other a lot. <sighs> they
0: were, they were looking for
1: friggin' who was it who was missing? Matt Damon's brother. Anyway. So you've reviewed that now.
0: I liked it. I just didn't like it as much as I like other stuff. Okay. This is really awful.
1: Why are you drinking <sighs> them? Because
0: they're here. Oh. Now, alcoholism is a demon i Don't stop feed. buying just because it's fifty P. It was a fifty P a can, people. Morrisons. Go to your local Morrisons, go to them. I want some Lamcello. The hot drink for a hot lady Mm. I'm gonna have a night out and I feel fancy. I do feel kind of fancy. Not gonna lie, I've got my little finger out. Got my lamb cello. <sighs> if I was that way, Clyde, I'd take a selfie. Don't do that. But I have very long hair. Anyway. And I'm a little bit self conscious. Anyway. About my lamb cello.
1: My last thing this week is gonna be a film because I actually did manage to play a film. I watch a film. I want to review Mario Maker, but I've ran out of time. <sighs> but I'm gonna review a film which I watched. <laughs> Which was
0: last film as well. What is it?
1: Was suspense. I watched Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part One of two. There's going to be a second part. It like in it a few a weeks. Long title. Yeah, they have to have extra parts now and stuff.
0: I I've seen this film as well. Go. Yeah. I was just in
1: cinema. I didn't really like Catching Fire much. No, Although really. oh, no, um absolutely pointless. Jenna film. Maloney. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's alright yeah. yeah. Nice bum. She's great and saved.
0: Nice shoulders. Yeah. Anyway. Do you know who I liked in Saved? What? Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore, yeah. And I like the idea of Cure... Uh, no, McCauley Culkin being crippled.
1: Yeah. Everyone I likes feel that.
0: Like, I feel like I would like to like to see McCauley Culkin crippled. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why? Hunger Games. Yep. Catching mocking Fire. Jay part one. Um, mocking, no, not Catching Fire. We uh, mocking Jay. part one. Mockingbird. Mockingjay. Anyway. This one follows on right Cadence, from the end of Catching M-A-D. Fire. Katniss.
0: And Katniss and Lacey.
1: No. Anyway, it follows on from Catching Fire, yep. where it ended with like uh, this rebellion plan kicking off. They had Katniss blow a hole in the dome. They rescued her, and they <laughs> Donald left Dolan. Yeah, Sutherland's a bad guy. There's, There's a dog on the face. He wasn't part of the rebellion. There's a dog on a man's face. That was in. That wasn't in the films. It was in the books and the 1976 invasion of the body snatchers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: They pull her out, she's upset about because they left behind loads of the other guys. Yep. Left behind Peter and. Left behind Starring Nicholas other Cage ones, in Cinemas Now. The other ones who we didn't see much Kirk of. Cameron. Um, but, so basically, the film does what Catching Fire was meant to have done, which uh. was build up like build up Katniss as being someone taking the responsibility of being the face of the rebellion being the person who's not really leading but she's the one that everyone looks to to instill hope and all this sort of stuff because she didn't do any of that in Catching Fire
0: do you think Natalie Dormer is attractive
1: which one's Natalie Dormer I don't shaved head lady her I don't know it doesn't matter you seen Game of Thrones no I don't watch Game of Thrones I understand anyway so the whole film is all outside of the Hunger Games tournaments yep. which is good because you know that wasn't the original idea to begin with. you um, you got a lot of stuff going on about where you know her building up her sort of like public image. Crack team. There's a whole bunch of stuff where they're making propaganda videos and I kind of think it's funny that the irony seems to have been lost on them that they're making very propagandary videos considering that's the main weapon the Capitol I think that's uses. One
0: of the themes of the books? Yeah, I've read the books. And why? What? Because they were short. He's not a teenager.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: God. demons. There's Stop. demons in
1: <laughs> me. Anyway, so they sort of come to the conclusion that those propaganda videos that they were doing don't really work, so they need to do something a bit more human. So they take her to like places where people are being hurt by the capital and they film her and all this. And she cries. And a lot of the film is about like her seeing the day, the all the stuff that's been happening because of her yeah. winning the Hunger Games. Like, people have been attacked, the Mockingjay symbol being banned, so people have been murdered just because they had the Mockingjay symbol and all this sort of stuff.
0: Do you think Jennifer Lawrence hates these films? She doesn't care. She's getting paid. I kind of get the feeling from these films she hates them. She's done. She finished filming them over a year ago. I know, but do you not like... You know, especially in this one, she feels very disconnected from all no, of this. Fine. Um It's almost like... It's almost exactly like the way they feel in Fifty Shades of Grey and um, Insurgent. Why do you
1: keep watching those films?
0: Well, um... And also uh, also Stars and the forty nine Stars. Um, why do we keep watching those films? Because... because you're a teenage girl. No. Um, it's really odd to say this, but I read a lot of books that are... For teenage girls? No, they're based around the apocalypse and dystopian futures. I read mm. about a ton of books. Like Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, Fifty Shades of Grey I read because someone said to me, it was really good writing and it's well worth reading. Obviously, that person never heard of grammar or, or spelling or... Or writing, or the room. I think she might have been a serf. No. I think she may have been a lower class servant. Oh. But uh, I've read the Mockingjay books, especially. Um, that was the first. Well, actually, that was the second time I read the Twilight books. No, third time I read the Host. Wow. Oh. So I read the Twilight books. I read the Host. But I read then I read the um, the Mockingjay books and and you know the Hunger Games books. Um, and one thing that I got from the Hunger Games books was that all the books were the same length but this particular film was being given two films. Yeah. And it doesn't need it.
1: It kind of, like... The film's two hours long. It doesn't feel like a long two hours. It just sort of goes long. But it kind of feels like... Because it doesn't really have a conclusion, you're now left with a situation where you got to wait ages for what is just going to be one massive action sequence. Yeah. and You the get thing the is, feeling The Hobbit. Well, I didn't watch The Hobbit films, so... Okay. But um, they've kind of... They've shot themselves in the foot a little bit because a lot of people moaned about Mockingjay saying there wasn't enough action in it. And yep. I'm like, do you have to have action? Can't you have a character story? And the film is a character story. It's all about the characters, their interactions. It's all about the stuff going on in the world. The nub can't them down. Talk. Yeah, well, it's because he got a tongue cut
0: out. It's no, safe. he had his head cut off in idle hands.
1: Yeah, no, he's got no tongue in this.
0: Yeah, because he's a servant. But anyway... They cut their tongue.
1: I actually quite liked it. I preferred it over really? Catching Fire. Really? I like that it was focused on the characters doing their thing. Oh, shit. That when there was action, it was efficient. Like, it wasn't like... You know when the jets are circling around? Yeah. There wasn't 20 minutes of them running along rooftops, diving out the way of stuff. They just went and shot the jet down. Got That's on with fair. it. That's fair. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. When you have action sequences, you want them to be simple and quick. There's no point for having 40-minute-long finales to films. I'm tired of that.
0: Yeah, so am I. Yeah. No, Especially we...
1: with blue lasers firing to the sky. We could have an end to lasers firing to the sky. you were about to say to Blue
0: Ruin, which is like one of my favourite no. films of last year. Like,
1: like Catching Fire... When I was watching that film, I have no idea where the final part of that film starts. It just kind of just bleeds into...
0: That's actually a really fair commentary. No, absolutely. Mm. I, I...
1: It's, like, it's efficient in its action. It concentrates on the characters interacting in Mockingjay. And it just kind of builds her up. But that's the stuff that should have happened in Catching Fire. Her, accept, you know, becoming the face of the rebellion and, you know, accepting her role and all this sort of stuff. But instead we just got basically a repeat of the first film. Mm. Um, without Peter hiding in some rocks with cake makeup <laughs>
0: that was awesome yeah. um, my problem with it is that there's a natural arc of progression through these films you've got Katniss who's naive, young boys are a mystery love is a mystery but she can use it, she's smart, she's wily she uses it the second film is her realising that um, that she can't use it to avoid the inevitable things will end Stuff is gonna be taken away from her. Regardless of how good she is, regardless of how many gifts she has from her from her life, regardless of what she's been given by her by her life, that will be taken away from her. And also at the same time, men exist in a different different space from just boyfriend, lover, wannabe lover. You know, it was all based around romance in the first film. You had Peter, mm. you had her friend who was in love with her and then in the second one, you introduce... Yeah, but she's um, not going to go with him because he's not, the wrong in Hemsworth. No one cares about that Hemsworth. He's alright. He's, all right. he's Liam a cool Hemsworth. guy. He seems like a cool guy. But, um, but then you had, the one, you had the second one. You had the second one, and you introduced the guy with the, um, the trident. I can't remember his name.
1: Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Fennec. Fenick.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, Fennec is a character who's a man who has no sexual desires towards her. His mm. main goal in life, as it's been so far, is to get information. And to use that She's met the male equivalent Of who she should have been At this point Hmm. And what she should have done To develop her character But instead Everything he does Is based around Saving that girl And it's inexplicable For him to be that Because he is A person of so much power In that universe Yeah For him to just protect this girl Because she's a symbol Is ridiculous a man who has the the deepest, darkest secrets of those that never want them uttered on radio, <laughs> who is free to say that as he wishes, because he's been freed, and the only thing that's stopping him is them holding his girlfriend. Imagine that film! That'd be an incredible movie. Yeah,
1: there was one thing in Hulk and J is that they don't have enough focus on the other characters who are currently in the capital. Yeah. You don't see the capital hardly at all.
0: Why is Finnick's girlfriend not turned against him, but... But Peter is turned against Katniss. They see Peter
1: as more of a weapon, though, because he's the one who was famous. Out of... Because him and Katniss... Fennec was famous.
0: He flaunted his fame. Yeah. But they would... But Peter's a weapon. But but Katniss isn't a lady of the people, because she doesn't Mm. give a shit. She gives a shit about her and her own, and that's one person. Fennec actively tried to save that old woman in the second episode... In the Mm. second film. He actively tried to save someone who shouldn't have survived that environment, and kept trying to and cried when she died he had emotions towards her Katniss has nothing none of that there's no depth no, to the character the
1: second film's a mess though
0: I know I know the second film's a mess but it's a mess that from it developed a character that was a natural lead for the yeah. third film
1: but like in the third one like Fennec didn't really have much to do but he does step up in the whole bit where she can't Fennec do is, the speech and Fennec then she... is
0: essentially the person who should have taken over in the same yeah. room. I understand young adult films they want to make a female character that's strong because that's their target audience yeah. but once that female character has naturally gone for a progressive arc and she has a place now, as much as I hate to say this, because I I think they were written by a woman, weren't they? Yeah. I can't remember As name. much as I hate this, the way that woman's written Katniss is for her to now take her place by Peter's side and help him rehabilitate. Hmm. That's what she's written the story naturally towards, and Fennec rises up as the hero, because he is, firstly, physically trained for that position. Yeah. Prepared to take lives in the name of something he loves. Yeah, but he has... didn't save
1: that little girl's life. He didn't sit there with the little girl when she was dying.
0: <laughs> because he never needed to. He sat there yeah. with the old lady. He didn't write... Oh, I'm he sorry, it's ageism it. its very best. Because it's a young adult novel, yeah. it's ageism. But no, he that's He didn't ad a hot new single <laughs> by the river. But yeah. it's just... It's one of those things where I think they were blinded by their target audience because they chose their target target mm. audience. There's plenty of stuff that could be done to it, but I
1: I preferred that it was a much Julian more... Junior Moore was more interesting. It was in a different environment. That yeah. stuff felt like it was happening, where I didn't feel like anything was happening in Catching Fire. I felt like it was just sort of repeating the
0: Hunger Games again. I don't like the fact that Catching Fire...
1: It's the Hunger Games, but now there's more danger. Yeah.
0: Why did Hunger Games, the first one, not mention, this is the 24th season since the... You know, why didn't it say that? Because then, naturally, you would have drifted into the 25th anniversary of the Hunger Games. Yeah. Or the seventy fifth, whatever it was at that time. Seventy fifth, yeah. And you could have set that up, but they didn't even try to set that up. Were they not expecting to make another film probably because <laughs> it was it was driven towards a sequel? But I'm, I'm going to
1: see the I'm going to see the last one when it comes out. But I've got a feeling it's going to be like Harry Potter and the Death probably... Deathly Hallows Part Two, it's just a big old action sequel. See, even for half the Deathly
0: Hallows Part Two had some great moments though. Oh, really the subway, the, the weird limbo bit. I was with broken the... by the two. I've read the I read all the books <laughs> for Harry Potter when I was a kid. Yeah, and I the didn't. bit where you see I was George kid when they came out. The bit where you stand, <laughs> the bit where you see George in the hall, and Lupin and his wife are dead. Yeah. And George is sitting next to his brother, and his mum's crying, and he's got the ear missing, and he's like, "This is how you used to tell us apart." And now it's all I have to remember. him, It's gotten. Yeah. That was fucking incredible. That was so well acted as well. It wasn't it. Um, Brendan. Bra- uh, wasn't it the uh, fellow who's in dread and fucking uh, ex machina and Frank. Oh, Brendan, Gle- Brendan Gleeson,
1: Brahmael, whatever his name is. Yeah. Warm...
0: Whatever his name is, yeah. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. that him? I don't know. I thought it was.
1: Domhnall Gleeson. There
0: you go. Yeah. But yeah, no, really, really well done. But I don't feel like there's going to be those moments from Catching Fire, because it's just... Look at well, the
1: trailer I've seen for Catching Fire, which is like, there's mutant men and stuff. No, not Catching Fire, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Hungry, Mockingjay Part 2, is mutant men and just nothing but explosions in the trailer. Probably Bye. because they're reacting to people moaning about the lack of action scenes in mocking Mockingjay Part One.
0: But the reason there was a lack of action scenes is because they they were overzealous with mm. their runtime. I would have rather hours, it was a one minutes. three hour film.
1: Yeah, it's a two hour long film and twelve minutes Does of it, it is the end
0: credits. Doesn't need to be. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. need to be two hours. If you'd shown Peter returning in flashbacks, you know, like when someone gets hurt in ER, yeah, and they have the the blue sirens intermixed with scenes of how they got hurt, and then you have them treating them can you imagine how quickly they would have got rid of that I Peter storyline the Catching and
1: Fire story should have been like maybe two thirds of the previous film and then moved into Jay from there
0: have her rehabilitation and end it with them visiting the no because if you um, had Peter coming back and he tries to strangle her and then actually no that would have worked yeah. that would have worked because then you just have the last sound you hear is um, is Peter going I'll kill you Katniss
1: have, no, have Catch and Fire end with her accepting her position as the as like the face of the rebellion and all this have it be the whole hospital part and she takes down the plane have a big finale for that bit and then move into the next film when she's like right now we're going to go take it to the capital
0: take it to the limit <laughs> but
1: yeah I think I would have preferred a three hour film as much as it, I mean, people watch three hour films
0: yeah they do yeah, yeah. you're right they do so the
1: whole that whole myth's gone now yeah fucking Man of Steel was two and a half hours long people I went and watched like, that did not like Man of Steel that was a piece of shite <laughs> I
0: wouldn't say it was a piece of shite there's some bits I like I think mm. Martha Kent was really well cast with Diane. Anyway, Daya Lock and Jay's Kent.
1: good, but here's the thing. Did you hear this horrible news this week? What? Um, HBO and talks with Zack Snyder to make a Watchmen TV series.
0: <coughs> Must not happen. Do you think they're going to do the prequel comics? They <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: Very... They weren't very good, no. No. Anyway, you review your film. Before you said you
0: were I do, because you, you brought up the Watchmen prequel series, would you like to see Ozymandias? Was it Ozymandias? Ozymandias. Ozymandias, sorry. Would you like to see him... Getting his, he getting his wealth so that he could become the man he is today by using his massive intellect to cheat at game shows. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Just like a Breaking Bad style. He's like 18 years old. <laughs> he can finally enter these quiz shows. His parents are dirt poor, but he's used his intelligence to learn well, his almost everything rich, available. Though. But yeah, reverse it, change it. But no, you can't change anything in Watchmen. Watchmen is perfect. You can if you call it Watchmen's proto. You <laughs> can change it. Watchmen Earth six one six. Have you seen Astro Ultimate Boy? The film?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Imagine really good is. film. It's all right. It's not very Astro Boy like, but it's good as an That's American thing. They film. change it though, don't they? they yeah.
0: And uh, that scene with Nicolas Cage.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, because he was the voice of. He was again, the voice of the dad.
0: And the, yeah. I don't say this often about Nicolas Cage because you know he doesn't do it anymore. But that was the first time in a long time I watched a film and I was like, I was almost brought to tears by Nicolas Cage. Just some acting. It was incredible. I still love that <laughs> film. I have it on Blu-ray. It's one of my favourite animated films in the last like ten years, and you it's know, ridiculous.
1: You're strapped to the chair and kick ass and on fire and shout. <laughs> and just, <laughs>
0: no, Flash! because because that's him repeating his his scenes from fucking <laughs> the Wicker Man. The base! they are sticking my eyes. <laughs> base are in my eyes, mate. But yeah, no, Astro Boy—that's a really surprisingly good yeah, film. I enjoyed. it, I watched it years ago, man. I might,
1: I might have I like to the get turtles it. film they made. No, oh, yeah, 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 it's really actually that. really good. Yeah, Kevin Swift
0: cameo, and that's quite funny as well. <laughs> yeah, I was cooking something, but it's not this, and then the little thing jumps out. It's a demon <laughs> monster. Anyway, um, yeah, my final review this week is something to coincide with Halloween because we, we sent- good. Halloween and our anniversary. It's not something we've talked about. Halloween. I spoke about the visit earlier. Um, it's not just the visit. I'm so sorry, Ian. Because oh, then you have to add it to this, and uh, you're gonna hate no, me.
1: do you review one thing?
0: I'm not gonna review one thing, but I am gonna review three things. Um, horror movies these are free horror movies I'm sorry yeah,
1: Halloween's like a month away we've got another like two podcasts I know and I'm going to have
0: more horror films to review then yeah and we'll have a podcast that we're going to have a very Halloween. special <laughs> podcast about Halloween but anyway um, there's some new films that have been released on streaming and I had to watch them um, I'm going to talk about actually no I'm going to talk about two films I saw one in the cinema one on one online yeah um, we've literally nice.
1: got a po- we're literally recording on the 30th or the 31st <laughs> alright but, um, uh.
0: but anyway I'm going to talk about The Visit and I'm going to talk about The Hive to this. the visit is not a very good film by a director who's done a lot of really, really, really bad films. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan, yeah, Ding something. Dong. He did uh, two good films. He did two good films twelve years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, for the last few years, this man's been pumping out tripe like he's a fucking like he had he's had a, a good pig idea. refinery. Yeah. He had one, yeah, one had a
1: good, good idea. idea at one point. The Lift one. That one in the
0: Lift. Was... The Devil.
1: That wasn't a great film. It wasn't That's a good terrible. film, no, but it was a good idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so um, he recently released a film called The Visit, which is very much like the 80s horror film. Um, well, any 80s horror film, really. It's it's. Um... We're going to go into spoilers very quickly. Very Some
1: quickly. kids go to stay with their grandparents, and their grandparents are crazy. Yeah. But Some it kids, turns <sighs> out... Bum, bum, bum. Spoilers their mental patients escaped from a hospital that and they actually it. killed their grandparents. For some reason, the kids don't know what their grandparents look like. Yeah, well, there is why? a reason Why? Is that behind. explained?
0: Do you want me to explain to you?
1: Because when I watched the trailer, I was like, why isn't the camera on their laptop got tape over it? Is this is that piece of tape the one thing that would have saved the entire film? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, if they didn't have that on, then one went, that's not your grandparents. Okay,
0: so the story is the two kids go to visit their grandparents. They're not very close to their grandparents because their mum had a physical altercation with her dad many years ago because she was in love with the man who gave her the kids. Mm. Because of that, her kids, her kids have never met their grandparents, but their grandparents get in contact via email and arrange for a visit. Mm. Unbeknownst to the audience, and unbeknownst to the children at the time, the grandparents have actually been killed by two mental patients that have escaped the hospital that the grandparents volunteered. Having replaced their doppel- well, not doppelgangers, having replaced their victims, they then go and pretend to be the victims. So that they can spend a weekend with the kids. This isn't, re- this isn't actually explained. But there's something of a relationship between the two. They seem to be... Um, they seem to actually be in a physical relationship. seem to be in a, an emotional relationship. And they, I think they kind of want that. There's like a, a want for that. Which have been nicely explored. If they had the, um, if they had the film from the perspective of the mental patients... That would have been really interesting. But you know, we can't change things. It's, it's not a very interesting film. It's not very good. It uses found footage. Which I'm, I hate... There's only been so many found footage films that have actually hit a niche for me. One of them was infected or infection with the vampire virus and the other one was a Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. I didn't like that when that came out.
1: Still don't. Both of
0: those films worked (laughs) as found footage films because they relied on the audience being told information directly by the character. This, you don't really get told anything. It's just, you know, it happens. It happens around them. And then stuff's written off as if it's nothing but to the audience. You find it creepy. You find it weird. And and I think that may be the point to be a passive viewer of this information, hmm. and then you're meant to put it together yourself. But it just doesn't need to happen. It's just not a very good film. I don't know. Maybe there was another director attached. that's Maybe a bit more kinetic. I can see Sam Raimi doing great things with this. Yeah, and making it so that the mental patients like a bit almost bit of um, yeah yeah like a little bit of humor because there's just some. Drag humor Me to in there. Hell is probably the best horror movie. There's I there's, there's horror some horror movie humor movie in that there. Film. Yeah, but it's just not utilized. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's not very good. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have a much more fledgling affair, which is The Hive. And now The Hive is a film made by the Nerdist Group. They're a website and they, they sort of put this together with the with the love of um, James Gunn. James Gunn presented this recently at The Fantastic Fest. I watched this because I purchased it online through a VOD company. I had to do a bit of bit of online trickery but I paid for it so it's not a crime you're always stealing movies uh, it's not stealing anyway The Hive is the story of a young man who gets infected with a virus that uh, it's sort of like a body snatcher style virus but instead of instead of separating uh, well no sorry instead of unifying people and making you drones he seems to be immune to the drone part and has the ability to sort of link in to these memories to draw in these memories from these thousands of people affected by this virus his girlfriend has been also infected, but she is far more along. And he's trying to remind himself how he got there and how he can beat this. So he's trying to regain his consciousness and defeat this virus using you know, the one thing he has, and that's his ability to draw himself out of it to a point where he can learn. Because everyone else seems to be a drone. They seem to be linked to this one unified mind. Wait, are really we still boring. talking about The Visit? No, this, this is The Hive, sorry. Oh, I forgot to I apologise. Um... <laughs> On the opposite end of the spectrum, this is made by people that haven't made a big budget film before. But I feel like they deserve one. Um, I read a few reviews before I actually watched this film. And a lot of people said, oh, you know, I don't like the Vine style of it. I don't like the way it services the plot. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like the... You know. And to me, it feels very kinetic. It feels almost like Evil Dead. But with a different premise. They still have demon voice for some reason, which I don't like. But that happens. you know. People put shit in films that I don't like and I have to fucking get over it. And, yeah, and... they should ask you first. <laughs> yeah, I could, be, I could be a producer. Um, but anyway, the the film itself is really, really, really interesting. Um, made for a very small budget. And I think it's coming to VOD in the UK very soon. I mean, I had to fucking, as I said, I had to go through some rigmarole to actually get a chance to watch it. But I've been looking forward to it so much I wasn't going to let anything stop me from seeing it. And I'm so glad I went through the trouble. It's really, really interesting. The Nerds have done a great job... And James Gunn, I I don't think this is anything linked to his films. No. I don't know why he endorses this, but it's good. I'm glad he does, because I wouldn't have heard of it if it wasn't for James Gunn. And I'm not saying that he was tweeting about this every five seconds. This is something where he released it at Fantastic Fest. I was trying to see the film Bite at the time, which is still a film that escapes me. I still haven't seen it yet. And, it's, out, yeah, is it? um, no, it's meant to be. It was released earlier this year at, um, at the uh, Fright Fest, so it was meant to be on VOD yeah. by this time, but it's not. Um, but um, despite that, I found this and I really enjoyed it. I really recommend it. It's it's very very good. So what I what I'm going to say is I give the visit, which is a poorer film, a very very strong Adam Sandler. I don't see why people are raving about it. I don't I don't see anything interesting in it.
1: Maybe they like had a moment in the film where there was something scary that wasn't a jump scare,
0: and they thought, "Oh shit, that's new. I don't actually think it's that <laughs> I think it's if you spent an hour being drowned, when you're pulled up and you're breathing in smog, it's still better than being drowned mm, And I think that's kind I mean, of a really good metaphor for oh, yeah, I don't know, but if you're being like if you're being tortured with drowning for an hour yeah. and you're pulled up and you're finally allowed to breathe for an hour, smog's going to be preferable to being drowned. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's that's really a metaphor for the fans of M. Night Shyamalan Mading Dong. What I would do is, if they're taking that long to drown me, I'll just drink the water. Uh, Shyamalan Mading Dong. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan? Shyamalan? How do you say
1: it? M. Night Shyamalan.
0: M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Um, he, he's someone who really, really wants to be. A he director. really wants to tell stories. But he does. He, he does. it's just I don't, so
1: bad at it. I don't even just hate so Lady in the Water. <laughs> But I know it's a bad film. But the happening. The happening's the hilarious. Happening's the worst. It's but fucking hilarious
0: that. you film. know when like someone says to you, what? Hey no. Hey, look, check it out, I've got shit flavoured chocolate and then I've got a really shitty oh, chocolate. Hershey's. Yeah. I've got a shit flavoured chocolate and I've got a really shitty chocolate. Try some of the shit flavoured one and then try some of the shitty chocolate. Which do you prefer? Oh, the one that doesn't taste like shit. Well then you like the visit. <laughs> it's mm. like it's such a weird thing for people to be going Oh, it's such a great film. No, it's great in comparison to The Happening. It's great in comparison to The Last Airbender. It's great in comparison to anything he's done for the last eight years. And that's the problem. And then you've got someone like The Hive. I would give it a strong Tom Hanks in the 80s. Because Tom it's Hanks wild. Tom Hanks in general, man. Tom no, Hanks is good. No, 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 because I don't like Captain Phillips. And the 90s was a weird time for him. But the 80s, Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah. You've got things like The Burbs. Mm-hmm. You've got things like uh, the man man with one red shoe, or the one red shoe, or whatever it is. And, you know, there was a bachelor party. Mm. There's this kinetic energy, big. There's this really good energy that you can tap into. And that's kind of all his performances were. But that was enough at the time to shake things up. It felt like someone young had broken the ranks. They had jumped in, and they had this ability to fucking infiltrate the older generation that were that was stagnating the whole of that time. And he broke through and he was like, Ah, look at me. I'm young. I'm fucking about. I don't care. Check it out. And he did a great job of doing that. And that's what The hype feels like. It feels like, shake it up. It feels like, move on with this shit. Because this is fucking tired. I'm done with found footage. We're done with this shit. Try and find something original. Just the tiniest iota of an idea. And go with it. Because that's what they've done. Unashamedly, there are mistakes in this. They are aware of those. It seems that they've been narratively placed in there because they couldn't find a better way of doing it. They're still the Russian scientist. They're still the first person perspective of someone being murdered or seeing something happening because they don't know other ways to tell information. And that's fine in a film like this because you can make it work. But in a film like fucking The Visit where everyone's fucking straight on information if you're holding a camera in front of your face people aren't going to look you in the fucking eyes because they don't like looking at a lens Hmm. that's just a fact why are you making this film and pretending this is normal
1: so yeah so I give but what about all the lighting crew that were going around (laughs) with (laughs)
0: it? It's, it's just like film. it's just like paranormal activities just like this film you wouldn't get that natural performance from people that had cameras poking in their faces and you've got people that would be like oh get the camera out of my face you're always doing this if he's always doing this he's a voyeur he's a weirdo stop fucking hanging out with him was that one I watched that did that well was it Chronicle Chronicle did it great because yeah. they set it so up had the the other character, girl earlier on. the with character the was disconnected. Yeah. And there's a girl that's a video logger.
1: She's yeah. on YouTube. So, with her, Do you I... establish that other cameras can be used How for quickly it. Quickly, did and they, in the they finale...
0: that? Yeah, infection. Infection. They're doing a round the world tour because the guy's got a brain tumour and he could. Uh, uh, not brain tumour, what's it called where you've got a blood clot? A um, uh, blood clot. Yeah, boy, he's got a blood clot <laughs> and it could go at any time yeah. and it could kill him. So they're doing like this tour, and they've got this really professionally made intro at the beginning where they're explaining everything. They're like, "We're going round the world." It's really goofy, but then when he starts exhibiting the like powers of a vampire, they use that to show oh, you his that hands. Film. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. A great film. I would, yeah. I would recommend that. I give that Tom Atkins all day long because I really like that film. It was so good, and everyone feels like a person. Hmm. Even the vampire feels like a person. It's like Spring. Spring I reviewed before on an episode. How many more
1: films are going to go on?
0: Anyway, I wouldn't recommend the visit unless you're unless you're really a diehard fan of M Night Shyamalan and you're looking for a reason to tell people you like M Night Shyamalan. The visit isn't a good film. If you're telling people you like M Night Shyamalan, then people aren't going to talk to you. Yeah, unless other people watch M Night Shyamalan. Um, but if you're looking for a film that's original, that has energy and has the capacity to go on for days, it has it has a real skill to the filming style, and I think that comes from YouTube and Vine, and people say they don't like the Vine. There's like a sort of there is a vine feeling to it. There's like fifteen minute segments or vignettes, fifty, fifteen to fifteen seconds to thirty seconds. That's kind of like someone trying to do something for the first time. You know when you try to ride a bike, Hmm. you'd fall off every so often. So he's trying to draw these memories out of this like this stratosphere, and he keeps he keeps just releasing them. So he only gets a couple of seconds, and he pulls it. It's like an elastic band, and you let it go, and it springs back, and he loses it and I like that aspect of it because he's not immediately going I'm fucking Gandalf the Grim like pulling like fucking mathematicians shit out of my fucking brain and he's going back to these moments he's trying to pull it back and some of it he's not doing on purpose and other bits are related to what he's seeing so you'll see as I said the Russian scientist he'll see a symptom in the woman that's chained up in the corner and he'll breeze back to the Russian scientist and see that in the person that was originally affected and it's great it's really really good cool that's me done that's my final review I've given ratings Tom Atkins, uh no, not Tom Atkins for the infected, or infected, sorry, um, or infection. I can't contagion. I can't remember the fucking name of that film. Ignore it. Ignore that one. I gave I gave Tom Hanks to The Hive from the Tom Hanks from the eighties, and I gave uh, Adam Summer to The Visit. Yeah, deservedly so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that I went on. I went on a mad rant at the end there. I'm really sorry. I feel bad. I feel like I've broken the chain because you just were really into free it. Three
1: films in there.
0: I know. I didn't mean to. Okay, I'm gonna review Mario Maker. Go for it. Go for it. Yes, do it, please. It's really good. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. But how good? I just said it's really good. That's how good. Really good. good? That's how good it is. Like how many times good is that? Is it like one times? Is it like is it good? Is it really good? Is it two times? Is it like... You
1: get to make levels. The levels. Do you get to play Luigi. No, yeah, unless you got the amiibo, or you can uh, unlock the costume. But what? Yeah, it's basically like an amiibo costume. Oh, that sounds a bit play too Mario, much it's like Mario to Maker. Play. It's not Super Mario Brothers Maker. It's Super Mario. Yeah, but Maker. there's
0: Super Mario Brothers levels in there. Well, it's all sorts of stuff. Is there any Yoshi's Island stuff in there? No, it's no. <laughs> Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers Three,
1: um, Super Mario World, and New Super Mario Brothers. Other themes. But Wait, it's fun. It's subversive. You can create your own levels. Other people make weird levels. Some people make absolutely shitty fucking auto Did you try playing, playing levels. Yeah I played loads I played loads of Rubber Ross's levels Finished a couple of them (laughs) That's Um, pretty cool Yeah Um, There's lots of troll levels But when you come across Someone like Mark Brown Does that Game Maker's Toolkit video Played some of his levels Really really good levels He's got one where you It's called Pipe Flip Airship And when you go through the pipes The level flips upside down He's basically done it by mirroring the map of the level, so you that's go through really it cool. the uh, opposite way around. Um, and it's almost,
0: I assume that it's uh, like pipes instead of platforms, and the pipes are like teeth. It's an airship, but there's pipes on it. Oh. And when you go through it, it's like that,
1: and so it's upside down. He's mirrored. He's basically done a second map somewhere that's mirrored. That's very cool. Um, a cleverly designed game, but it's really good. Like, you gradually unlock stuff. they patched it the first day, so you don't have to wait eight days to unlock everything. Yeah. Um, you get like just a couple of things as you as you place down pieces you get more stuff you'll get a message saying some new things come in yeah um, but you get things like you get underwater themes so you can make underwater levels you get castle themes so you can have a different type of ending with the axe dropping down and
0: Mario's, castle pieces Mario is one of those games I don't know sorry to interrupt you I, I don't know if you feel this way about it but because you didn't have oxygen and that timer it was I'm fun underwater. to be underwater yeah but on Sonic I hated it yeah fucking it Made me all. very anxious um,
1: it's really nicely made though. Really cool stuff. There's a remix of World One One in there and if you go through the pipes this is one of the ones that's on the disc, you go through the Warp pipes at the end and World One Two rather. Yeah. Go through the warp pipes, it takes you to like little bonus levels that they've made. Um, that's very cool. There was a really cool level I played which was a WarioWare ink themed level and basically Mario would jump on a conveyor belt and it would play a little bit of music, you'd use the music box where you go dan dan and you'd jump down a hole and it'd be like a one room level yeah, and it'd have something like a Goomba running towards you you just got to jump on it and exit the level and then right, do the next we. one so you jump through a whole bunch of things but yeah you keep, you keep talking you I'm gonna end we end the podcast now should we end the podcast now the okay. Maker.
0: thank you everyone for listening to Apocalypse episode 26 it has been one year one very long year I feel for Ant because I irritate him a lot mm-hmm. I love you buddy anyway um, thank you for listening if you like us please like, comment, subscribe we're on everywhere that you can possibly imagine including YouTube, Facebook we're also on Twitter under CinemaGin CritApocalypse lv 54 Space Monkey. if you need to find us we will be hanging out as always at the film dump where we find the very best treasures hidden below mountains of shit I hope you well, have a great evening I well, do if you, you like film every two weeks oh man. very very much if you do want to talk to us we're very open to a chat kisses they'll never find a baby
1: Okay. Um I'm to urinate. Bye. On the fire. Say goodbye.
0: Bye everyone!